healthcare system is broken, but it doesn't have to be. This is Revenue Cycle Optimized by Infinix Healthcare. We discuss the latest challenges in the revenue cycle space and provide actionable tips on how to overcome them at your organization. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy to have you here. Welcome to this week's session. I am Kate Tingley, Director of Marketing here at Infinix. This week, we are pleased to be joined by Ritesh Shah, who is Director of Product Management. And we're going to discuss how robotic process uh, can reduce repetitive tasks. So welcome, Ritesh. We're happy to have you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kate. It's great to be here. Let's get started. And can you kick us off and tell us what RPA is? It's a term being thrown around a lot right now mm-hmm. in healthcare. So I think it's sure. a great place to start. Thanks. All right. So RPA is a term you would have heard with another word called bots. So let me explain what the difference is. RPA stands for robotic process automation. It is the technology that's used to create automation that mimics human actions. Its primary objective is to facilitate those actions that are repetitive, are usually high volume, and have a series of defined steps. And that's the technology. Every series of steps that you want to automate is what you call a recipe. So what you make out of a recipe is a bot. So Why it's called a recipe? Because like any cookbook, it has a series of steps that have to be followed in a specific sequence. So for every process that you want to automate, you create a bot. A bot has a recipe which has eight, ten steps depending on how complex, you know, what your cooking is. So bots work as a fixed set of items where, you know, they can take certain decisions based on what rules you've defined for it. If you walk into a website and say that, okay, you know, if you find this value on the website, take this action. If you find value B, take this action. So those are things that fall within a bot. So for every process you automate, you have a new bot. Awesome. So can you give us more specifics around exactly what a bot is? Okay. So... You can have different types of bots in RPA. You can have desktop bots that actually run on your physical computer next to you and can be triggered by a human saying, okay, you know, I want the bot to go ahead and do these 10 things. Let's say you have to mail out an invitation to a party. It has to be mailed out to 30 people and you didn't have something like a mail merge. You give it an Excel file, you give it, the invitation card, and it just picks up every email, shoots out an individual email. You can uh, say that, okay, you know, the staff member at your front office is busy for the next hour. They have a list of status checks they have to do. The staff member triggers the bot and it goes, gets them the data that they need. The other type of bot is something that runs on the back end, on the servers, uh, remotely, where there's no real human involvement These are bots that you could sort of schedule on a daily basis. So let me give you an example for that kind of a bot. Let's say there is a practice that does approximately 70, 75 appointments every day. Now, one of the rules of that practice is that before the patient walks in, uh, 
they need to do a fresh eligibility check for the patient. And they also need to check if a prior auth was needed, if it was needed, the prior auth was obtained. Now, one option is for a staff member to do it the previous night before they log off for the day or come in 5 a.m. for 7 a.m. appointments and start doing it. But they will perpetually be chasing that every day. So theoretically, we could create a bot that starts up at 3 a.m. in the morning. It picks up all the appointments scheduled for that day. It goes, does an eligibility check for them. It then goes and checks, okay, are there any prior odds requested for any of the 75 cases? Goes and checks the status and saying, look, 60 out of the 75 have a prior auth ready. The other 15 don't need a prior auth. And they're, you know, you can just go in and schedule them. What that does is when your first staff member walks into the office in the morning, the data for all those 75 patients is readily available on their desktop. So you've already given them a head start to the day. You know, you don't really have to catch up every day. So it just makes your mornings and your days easier when all of this repetitive stuff can be done in the background. Where are we seeing RPA now in healthcare? So, Kate, like a lot of other industries today, staffing is one of the biggest challenges in healthcare. Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, different worlds, you know, skilled staffers are lost. So suddenly you have fewer skilled people who are doing a lot of work. They've taken on a lot of responsibilities. A lot of these responsibilities are, as people analyze, they become repetitive actions or what I call sort of non-value-added actions. Go log into a website, check eligibility, come back. Now, let me touch on another topic here. RPA in healthcare is not about replacing skilled humans. It's about automating the non-value-added part of their jobs so that they are freed up for the value-added activities to help increase their efficiency, to reduce their burdens. And when they're doing too many repetitive tasks is when you have errors, when they miss cases, when schedulings are missed. So you prevent all of these by freeing them up for the true value-added activities. So that is where RPA and healthcare providers are seeing a lot of value today in different aspects of uh, healthcare, primarily patient access, RCM. These are the places where physicians and providers are seeing value today. I love that idea. So if I'm a provider listening to this, this Mm -hmm. all sounds great. Where do I start? How do I start implementing RPA? All right. So a couple of things you can do. One is identify what your staff is doing every day look at the activities they're performing and sort of map it out saying, okay, you know, for every patient, this is what my staff member does. And some of these tasks will automatically start standing out. You will see that, oh, you know, this task is performed for every patient. So from past experience, I can talk about is, you know, I've talked about insurance verification and benefits because sometimes appointments are scheduled two months out. So Checking for benefits and eligibility on the day of appointment is crucial. So insurance verification and benefit bots are something that, you know, a lot of practices have found value in prior odd status because you just don't have enough time to keep following up with the peer. 
claim status checks, if you can actually keep checking claims every day and help prioritize what inventory you're going after. So these are some of the things that I've seen from past experience on what providers have found value in. But like I said, every provider has their own process that they've defined over a period of time. Map it out and you will start. When I say map it out, what I mean to say is just list down for every patient what are the activities that your staff member is doing, what are their days like, and you will immediately find a set of activities that stand out. Uh, bots can work different ways. Most RPA companies can help you analyze what kind of bots would work best for you. It makes sense to then look at what kind of volumes you have and say, okay, you know, I'm not going to be able to manage these bots. Can some company manage these bots for me? And then work on a transaction basis. So there are different models that are available in the market. So unlike, you know, going out and buying an EMR or buying a new billing system, today RPA and bots are not heavy on investment upfront. You pay what you use for. It is well structured. So you should look at these activities that can actually stand out and get you real benefits. And Kid, one thing again I'd like to talk about is yeah. that it's very important to remember in RPA is the way we've seen it, it does not replace your human staff. It does not replace your skilled staff. So you need to set your expectations that you will be able to optimize their days better, have better output, you'll have better efficiency, increased efficiency, you'll have fewer errors, it'll help keep your staff happy. But we do not look because there are still healthcare still has a lot of subjective value adds that the skill staff, you know, your experienced staff members bring to the table. Such a good point. Thank you again, Ritesh. This was really, really helpful. A lot of really good information. And I hope everyone's got some tips that they can, can take back to their practice. Thank you for having me, Kate. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode is online. For more information for how we can help you increase reimbursements at your company, check out our website at infinix.com. That's I-N-F-I-N-X dot com.